Welcome to episode number six of the Melbourne Northern Suburbs podcast. My name is Adam Roach and I'll be your host. So in this episode, I talk to Rick O'Brien from Proactive Self-Defence in Thomastown. Now, Rick is actually a lifelong friend of mine. And when I first started back in about 1988, started martial arts with Rick back then and still doing it today. So we're going to talk about how Rick first got started into martial arts and into owning his own academy with over 250 members. He also explains about all the different classes he has available at the two-story academy in Thomastown and also what people can get out of the classes. Now Rick also goes to talk about his yearly Thailand tours that he organises with the club every year, which is a great little tour for anyone wanting to get more out of the martial arts and learn about Muay Thai and where it originally come from in Thailand. Now Proactive Self-Defence is also one of my sponsors for the podcast. So let's have a listen to the advert now. Martial arts, Muay Thai kickboxing, fitness and self-defense. Over 50 classes per week, beginners to advanced. Separate junior, little dragons and adult only classes. Casual classes or value memberships. Come try a free introductory class at Proactive Self-Defense. Factory 8, Brock Street, Thomastown. Phone 9464-4546. ProactiveSelfDefense.com Come So thanks again, Rick, and all the team at Proactive Self-Defense for your sponsorship. So let's go into the interview with Rick O'Brien. Okay, so here we are with Rick O'Brien from Proactive Self-Defense. How you going, Adam? Good, and thank you very much for doing this for us. Uh, no problems. It's a pleasure. Yeah, well, Rick's actually a, a lifelong friend <laughs> from a long time ago, back in the 80s. Yeah, it's been a long time since uh, you first come along <laughs> and uh, started your martial arts career. Oh, yeah. for sure. Mm. Um, so let's get started with how you very first got started into martial arts. Uh, look, firstly, um, I always had an interest in Bruce Lee as a kid. At the age of 14, I was lucky enough for my mum to take me to a club in Hurstbridge with Peter Matheson, and um, that's when I first started in what was called Kempo Karate, okay. um, old school sort of martial arts with lots of uh, heavy physical training. Um, it was pretty tough. Not everyone stuck to it, but um, I, it was good for me at that age uh, as a teenager. Needed some discipline and some um, some solid male role models as well in my life, so it was a good experience for me. Yeah. So what was so your your main reason just to like get something out of it and protect yourself? Yeah, really, that was it. Basically, yeah. for self defence, self protection yep. was my main objective. Um, obviously, going into the martial arts, we've gone into a lot of different styles and enjoyed the sport and the cultural aspects as well. Hence, these days doing their Thailand tours. So since 14, so it's yeah, a long time then. 40 years, actually. Yeah. Oh, 40 years? 40 years this year. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so we've been celebrating that with a few special events this year, and it's yep. been really great to, for everyone to be involved in some of those things, from tournaments to our Thailand tour, um, and we've got a few special events uh, lined up. So, yeah, it's been a really good, busy year. Yeah. So then from there, what made you get into your own business? I suppose I fell into it. It was uh, as a young 16, 17-year-old, I was asked to run the classes up at Mernda because the instructor had to move mm-hmm. um, He because of work and uh, it was either closed down the, the Mernda Karate Club or for young Rick O'Brien to uh, take it over as a brown belt, uh, as a young fella, 
and uh, I spoke to my mum and we spoke about Mernda only having the footy club and the cricket club and the tennis club in those days. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of community spirit, I, I guess, that I kept it going and, and took on that role as being the, the instructor coach. And from there, um, we got some pretty good success with students and numbers and mm. people getting through to Black Belt, um, started doing some coaching courses and I've just really enjoyed it. Like seeing people develop and improve and yeah. um, it's sort of shown in the numbers. So that's basically where it grew from as a volunteer position to something that uh, ultimately took over my life. I had a career, initially I was a linesman with the State Electricity Commission and yep. Um, back in 92, I had the opportunity to leave the SEC and, and take up my my hobby to try and give it a shot at becoming a business. Uh, I went and did a small business course um, and, and started doing a private training as well as running the group classes. Mm. And like a gypsy, we would drive around the suburbs of uh, well, from Myrna to Mill Park to Epping to Eltham, Greensboro. We had classes yep. um, out in the suburbs. So I'd drive my van around, load it up with pads and bags, mm. and off we'd go run three or four classes at different schools or church halls yep. during the week. And uh, that's where we started to get um, our, our members' base, our student numbers. So, mm. uh, again, that was for for love and I really enjoyed it um, if I wanted to make uh, great money I probably would have stuck to my trade but <laughs> I, I wanted to enjoy my life and uh, have an opportunity to travel and train and, and that's what I've got so um, no regrets in making that decision um, I, every day I've got a smile on my face yep. <laughs> um, and I, I'll enjoy getting up out of bed and, and getting to the club and seeing how things are going yeah. um, and the other opportunities arise obviously with all businesses it can be tough at times the red tape and the bureaucracy of, of governments and official organisations can uh, can be quite a drag to, to run in a small business, mm. but it's a matter of probably getting the right people and the right advice to, to help you get through that. Uh, and, and that's, like I said, one of the best things was doing that small business course back in the day. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of learning and developing um, into those roles as well. So were you running all those clubs like the Miranda Mill Park, like you every different nights? Yeah, so I alternated. Um, you know, one night Monday night traditionally was was Miranda. Yep. Um, Tuesday night was Alton. Wednesday night was Epping, and then uh, Thursday night was Mill Park, yep. and that was the same for for about ten to fifteen years, pretty much. Yeah. Um, we did experiment with a few other classes, and we even had classes out as far as Wallen and. Whittlesey back in the uh, late 80s, um, but into the 90s we sort of solid up with our main clubs and eventuated in, uh, we had some very good students, uh, some that competed in kickboxing and uh, they never got the opportunity to train in a boxing ring except when we went to Thailand. Um, so we always wanted, the dream was to have a purpose-built centre with a boxing ring and bags and all that so we could train sort of on a world-class level, and that was the dream. And uh, over time, it, it became the reality. Yeah. Um, you know, we, again, come back to doing a business plan um, with the, one of the local guys, a friend, Johnny Gorn, um, and he crunched all the numbers, and we walk away scratching our head going, how's this going to work? It's not going to work. <laughs> and 
look, it, it come down to having sufficient numbers to, to have enough income to pay for the expenses and the wages and the rent and yeah. all the other associated costs, you know, that change each year, especially when you're talking about power and all those sorts of things. So um, the business plan was, was very important um, at the start, and uh, once we got the, the numbers right, that gave us the opportunity to uh, go and get a loan to... Um, purchase a factory got a big loan with that one and uh, we've gone from there just building it up slowly slowly over the years to find that now this is our home we we haven't got anyone that's asking us to put the rent up too much and we can uh, safely say we're going to be here another 10 years hopefully that's another good. 50 <laughs> years that's the plan um, maybe I mightn't be here <laughs> but Hopefully, someone's still running proactive in Thomastown in in, yeah. in fifty years, and that's that's the long term plan. So, when did you first start here at the academy? So, here at the academy, uh, we started back in March two thousand and six. So, yep. that was our very first class here. We transitioned from running classes in the local halls to opening up the centre here. Once we opened up here, uh, as we said, it's purpose built. We've got mats, we've got air conditioned. Um, parents double viewing level. area. We've got the two levels, so yep. we've got double sizes. We have classes running concurrently. So um, for families, it's great. You know, the mm. son or kids, daughters can be training downstairs in martial arts and mum and dad could be upstairs doing Muay Thai or a fitness class or vice versa. You know, yep. we've got kids doing kickboxing these days and the parents doing martial arts. So <laughs> it, it just mixes around. So that's how the academy come about, and with the benefit of having boxing rings and bags and mm. uh, matted area, um, it just made training so much more open for a whole range of skills and drills. Hence, now we have over 50-odd classes a week from everything from fitness to martial arts to combat sports and uh, the self-defence programs as well. So... Um, having a place we can call home and a centre um, has been a huge jump in in the feel of the place. Um, we've always had a good uh, nucleus of people and families and now um, it feels a lot more homely for people to come here and, and that's what happened. Eventually, people out in the suburbs discovered that the academy with its facilities um, was was better than the, the local school hall on timber floorboards and yeah. <laughs> those sorts of things. And, and for parents, it's a lot more comfortable um, and the ability to train in a whole range of areas made it um, pretty simple for people to transition from the little school halls to a beautiful uh, world-class academy. So, yeah. so that's when it sort of changed, really. So from about 2007... The, the satellites, we satellite clubs, we, we dropped those away because people were just coming here. So talking about the, the families, you see a lot of families. I know for myself personally, go back into it in 2004, I think it was, uh, with my daughter training together. <clears throat> so do you get a lot of families doing that as well, training together? Yeah, we, it's funny. Often it's mum or dad ringing up about uh, the kids and yep. some confidence or discipline for the kids and they come along and over time uh, they, they see that, look, this is... Got a bunch of uh, meat axe <laughs> yeah. wielding maniacs. Um, there's right. that sort of external impression from the media that you know martial artists or kickboxers are you know breaking boards and yeah. beating each other up. Look, we we run um, a, a great academy in the fact that 
even our mission statement points towards it being a positive experience for everybody, the important things are safety and enjoyment. So we control contact and things like that so people can still be challenged and learn skills but without being hurt. So we want people to come here, train, go home and back to work tomorrow feeling fit, healthy, happier and uh, having been challenged and enjoying the, the training. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like uh, exercise so much. I'm not a fan of gyms, but yeah. I, I love martial arts and doing that type of exercise doesn't feel like exercise mm-hmm. to me. It's just something that I do. And I, and I think a lot of people see that, families see that, and that's what happens. It's uh, just a great uh, centre for people to come together. Yeah. And, um, you know, what? members will say things like, oh, gee, everyone here is so nice. And it's it's such a compliment to um, our staff and our members that it's developed this uh, group of people that come together. And, um, again, I think it's a, a good, positive and safe environment for people that care. So, it, yeah, it's a great place. So, yeah, we welcome anyone that would like to come along. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it definitely comes down, I mean, for me, I know a lot of people when talk to you about the club, you know, about yourself, they just say, well, he's just the nicest guy, you know, get along with him. Oh, thanks, Happy. Yeah, no, it's true, though. I mean, I think in a business that definitely helps. I guess, um, I don't know, it's just being myself, being organic about what we do and, and picking the right staff around us. Um, our team of instructors, you know, I only pick people that I think would I'd have them teach my kids or my friends, yep. and that's what it is here, you know. So the staff that we pick are, are friendly and caring um, and, and about improving people, as well as obviously having the the, uh, the skills as far as coaching, uh, development, um, and first aid, working with children, checks, mm. all those sorts of things. So I need to tick those boxes. Um, so, yeah, we've got quite a special group of instructors and, and staff. So, yep. yeah. Bang Pai Thai Massage. We offer massages in relaxation, Thai and deep tissue. We open every day from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Come on in and see us at number 11 13 20 Plenty Road, Bandura. Or call us on 94668996 to make an appointment. Like us on Facebook or become a member to get Discounts. So what, Dika? You mentioned a little bit before about the classes. So you offer everything like from boxing, Muay Thai, freestyle. So with the freestyle, can you just tell a bit about that? Yeah, the um, the freestyle martial arts is is a, a, a blended art. It combines all aspects um, of different martial arts from worldwide. So, for example, traditionally you've got the Japanese karate and Aikido, Jiu-Jitsu, um, then you've got Korean Taekwondo, you, you've got the Chinese arts, the Kung Fu, the Wushu, and, uh, Tai Chi. Uh, Thailand's got its own unique Muay Thai. Then you've got Western boxing and French savate, and there's lots of different fighting systems from all around the world. So the freestyle, I suppose, was developed initially by a gentleman, local guy from the northern suburbs, Mick Nichols. He was my first coach, and... Uh, He was a pioneer in martial arts in the fact that he would blend the the different arts together. And I've continued in that tradition um, with the benefit of training with Mick and and training all around the world, different styles. And 
the freestyle martial arts, I suppose, where that differs is uh, we specialise in self-defence based training for, again, everyone from kids right through to adults. Um, it still has the martial art and the sport component, but very yep. self-defence based. So people can learn how to protect themselves and their families. At the same time, it's safe. They're learning all the other aspects of martial arts, the, the self-discipline, the focus, so from an esoteric point of view, it's, it's a great martial art in that you develop in the mind, body and the spirit. Yep. Um, from a technical aspect, like I said, it's a blend. So, for example, the stance, the primary stance is, is more like a Muay Thai sort of almost open self-defense stance with the hands. Mm. Um, and we use the best of different arts for different things. So there's a lot of Muay Thai in there. There's a lot of, um, out in the higher ranks, you get more into the Filipino arts and the weapons-based defensive aspects, uh, right through to security and policing in the Dan ranks. So we do have people, you know, police, men and women that train, yep. security guards, and just general people that just want to learn how to deal with different situations so you don't have to always strike to deal with violence and people that are violent. So... Uh, it's a great art in that it's ongoing. Uh, like I said I've been trained 40 years and I'm still learning. Yep. Um, our students, our member base, we've got instructors that are fifth and sixth, Dan, up to the age of 73 is our oldest instructor, Johnny Leeson. And, and, you know, these people come here and train and, like I said, they're passionate about uh, their martial arts and their life and developing their skills. Yep. So it's really made for anybody, the martial arts. Anyone can do it. So it's not just a very sporty, it's a, it's a all-rounded yeah. art, I guess, or sport. And it's belt graded too, isn't it? Like, yeah, so you can go, we start off uh, as a white belt and then you work your way through. We have um, black stripes on the belts that uh, signify different improvements. After three stripes, then they are eligible to grade. We have a grade in four times a year, and they go through their coloured belts uh, from the lighter colours. They get progressively darker, as they did in the olden days when they only had a white belt that got dirtier and eventually become a black belt. So in modern martial arts, we we, uh, progress from yellow, orange, right through the colour range up to black belt. That's 10 levels there. And then once they get to black belt, they've got all the basic skills and they start working into the Dan ranks. So, again, there's 10 Dan ranks and uh, they can work their way through those at very advanced high levels. And that's got quite a lot of uh, skills and structures there. So people can be training for 15, 20 years and they've still got lots of stuff to learn. So progressively gets more skillful and and there's a, a larger range of skills that developed over time so if someone come in and said hey i want to get my black belt <laughs> how long do you think it would be from start to i mean i know everyone differs but yeah uh, um just on a rough schedule uh look uh, on average for someone that's training twice a week we would say between three to five years to get black belt yeah. again that would depend on the person and their skill level. Uh, some people come in, they're already athletes. Some people come in with re- recognised prior learning. Maybe they've done a Taekwondo or boxing or they've done something else before. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're fit and maybe they train unlimited. We offer like training five days a week. So some people do do that. Mm. And uh, they obviously accelerate at a much higher level than someone that's doing once a week. But again, really, ultimately, it's about the person um, to progress 
guess, at a level that, that they feel comfortable with. Yep. For some people, it's a, it's a goal to get black belt. For offers, um, once they do get black belt, they see the, the Dan ranks and what you can learn there, and that mm. becomes the, the lifelong goal. Yep. Yeah. And you also got the cardio classes just for people like just want to get fit as well? Yep. Look, we yep. have fitness classes. Um, as well as personal training, we have a small gym set up here, as you know, some exercise equipment, some cardio equipment, a bike, treadmill, elliptical. Yeah. Um, we have personal training, so we have coaches running people through everything from losing weight to you know, just keeping their cardio fitness and, and keeping them uh, fit and active. Um, we get a lot of people in their 40s and 50s training these days. So... We do have those sort of individual type classes, but we have the group classes, which are great value and great fun. So mm. we have um, cardio kickboxing, uh, which is no contact. It's very safe and you just work at your own pace. So if you're an athlete, you run at 100 kilometers an hour. If you're a beginner or you're unfit or overweight or you drink or smoke, you're still welcome and you might just run it or walk at 10 kilometers an hour. But in the class, people work at their own pace so uh, side by side you know it's a, a great mix and it's a great environment um we've got a good music system so <laughs> um, some of our instructors are great djs um so yeah so they're really good fitness classes uh the cardio kickboxing we also have a ladies only kickboxing class which is oh, yeah. um really popular we have a private area we can screen off and um it's it's quite popular that particular class for the ladies we also have uh what's called cage fitness developed by ufc champion matt hughes mm-hmm. and that um is great fun it's you in a bag and basically five five minute rounds with one minute rest breaks um where you work the bag you lift it you kick it you jump on it uh great fun and mm-hmm. yeah great workout so yeah. again it's self-paced you work your own pace so we have that cage fitness class so yeah, there's plenty of fitness classes. Yeah. How about if someone wants to come in and they, they want to fight, like, um, different clubs or – sorry, not different clubs, different tournaments or anything? Okay, yeah, too? yeah. Yeah, look, we have – in the martial arts, we have a, a top – what we call them team freestyle, and they compete in uh, national all-styles and some ISCA tournaments – um, and they're run uh, locally in Reservoir, which is fantastic. And they have the Victorian state titles there, and they have clubs from all around Victoria and Melbourne come to compete at those. So it's great being in northern suburbs. It's very close to us. And they go and compete in the, the state titles, and then normally end of the year they, they go to the nationals, and that can alternate between Brisbane, Sydney or Melbourne. And uh, this year up in Brisbane, uh, I've got a good crew going up there to compete uh, mm. the national. So, um, oh, yeah, and they love it. Uh, we have volunteer coaches that run those programs and they'll come in early Saturday mornings and do yeah. their training on top of their regular training. And, yeah, they're quite successful and do fantastic in point sparring to continuous sparring uh, to forms and extreme weapons and yeah, a lot of pretty cool stuff there. Yeah. yeah, so that's our team freestyle. The other one we have is our uh, top team, which compete in boxing, uh, Muay Thai, or kickboxing. And that's held, um, again, not too far away, either the western or the eastern suburbs at different gyms around Melbourne. We go there and we put our participants in. They have a special training class, our top team class uh, weekly, where they go and practice their sparring. And they get in there and compete at what we call semi-contact level. 
so it's quite safe. Um, they're protected. They wear helmets, mouth guards, groin guards, shin guards. Uh, the referees are very good in the fact that they control a bout, so no one's going too hard. Uh, they compete, like I said, to try and match people up with someone around about your own weight and skill level. Yep. So they're, they're quite good. So they're opportunities for people to do low level, to actually get in the ring, go through the experience of the nerves and the self-doubt and, and get in there and just having a go. So, um, look, not a, we have 250-odd members. We only have about five to ten compete in those uh, top team and, and maybe about 15 to 20 in the team freestyle. So it's only a small percentage of people that do compete, but the ones that do, they get the opportunity to do that yeah. regularly and, and safely and, uh, yeah, great opportunity for yeah. them. And as you're saying, you do the, the Thailand trips as well, so people can experience that from the club? Yeah, look, um, not just members from the club. We've had outsiders come in that have never done martial arts before, that have yeah. wanted to travel and experience Thailand and see the, the real Thailand. And um, we take tours over there each year, give people opportunity to train daily. We normally have a rest day in the middle. For parents, some family come along and they will watch their kids train and have a great weekend, but for people that participate and do the training, um, again, we, we've had got a relationship with uh, a few different gyms over there, and the ones we go to are, are very good in the fact that the trainers can speak English. It's very safe, but again, it will challenge people from beginners right through to advance. So it's not just the training, it's the cultural aspect, and yeah, they've been able to, to tour around and see some of the, the true Thailand and to get out and have some fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great place. I suppose with a group too, it makes it more fun as well. Oh, yeah, it's a huge difference yeah. compared to just travelling by yourself. Uh, when you've got a group, you know, you go places and you have a lot more fun. Yeah, it's amplified. Yeah. Um, even going out for dinner is, is a great experience, <laughs> you know, with the team. And, um, yeah, we do a whole range of activities from quad biking to beach training to looking at sites and visiting temples and the markets on the other side of the island. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, great experience. Highly recommended. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, so basically with the, the martial arts just in general... What would you say, like, the best thing people get out of it, like, for self-confidence and just like anyone off the street coming in, say, hey, what can I get out of doing this? I suppose it depends for people. For me, personally, it was for self-defence. The other things that you get is that inner confidence. And I think a lot of people come here for almost the same reason. They either come for fitness. Yeah. Um, but once they start coming, they, they feel different about yeah. themselves. It's just such a great outlet we often think about the physical aspects, but the emotional and mental aspects of training these days with, you know, there's a lot of stress and pressures on people. So it's a great outlet for just getting rid of, you know, anger and things like that. So I find that the people that train seem to be uh, a lot more happier people. They can deal with issues and conflicts. And, you know, if you feel confident about yourself, yeah. then you don't have to engage in violence, whether it's driving down the street and you get someone road raging you. Mm. Um, you know, if you can smile and wave and, and get back into the traffic and continue as opposed to being upset and angry about it, and yeah. then it escalates into something that shouldn't have. Um, and I think that's probably the biggest benefit that people get is that over their personal life and their personal control because life can be quite frustrating with, you know, jobs and pressures from mm. external and internal pressures on people's lives, but it's just a great outlet. Yeah, excellent. 
Now, what's the best way that people get in contact with yourself or the, the club? Um, look, they can simply come down, check us out. We're just in Brock Street, Thomastown, just behind Harvey Norman and Beacon Light in there, and just close to the ring road. You come in, just drop into the academy. We're open Monday to Thursday, 4 till 9, and Saturday mornings, 9 till 12. Uh, we are open other times, but normally it's for private training or group classes. Uh, but they're the regular times. They can give us a call on 9464 and speak to, to one of the guys and, and get come down and try a free introductory class. Um, or go on the website and check out proactiveselfdefence.com and there we have um, a beautiful website with lots of pictures and images that will give most people an idea straight away of what we're all about. As well as that, we've got our YouTube page, uh, Proactive Self-Defence, with some uh, instructional videos and some just some fun videos and, and the Thailand tours and things like that. We've got a good selection of, of short clips, um, edited very nicely, and uh, we've also got Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we have our Proactive Self-Defence page for the public and then we're Proactive HQ for our members yep. with uh, information on stuff that's coming up. From the website, people can just log in to um, subscribe to the uh, monthly newsletter and that way they can see what's going on. We have lots of different things happening every month so mm. people can get very involved. Most, we have, uh, for example, just after Mother's Day or Father's Day just recently, we have a parents' night. We also had a, a Father's Day raffle. Uh, the prize was a, a massage at Bullfight, oh, nice. <laughs> one of the best places I've been to for a massage. Um, so, yeah, so that's really good. We have things like annual presentation night. Uh, it's a great family night out yeah. um, up at Nerit Receptions up in Epping. So we keep things nice and local. Yeah, so we have lots of different activities. Bring a friend night coming up. We have our mm. uh, gradings every three to four months. Um, so yeah, lots of things and and guest seminars with different instructors from yep. from around the world. We've had Clay Guida from USA UFC fighter. We've had Brian Ebersole. We've had local people such as Mick Nichols and Brian Lee running sword. So we try to mix up our seminars. So even for our students, they get the opportunity to train in in a variety of styles and. Yep modalities i guess um it's it's nice to try different things yeah, yeah. and all the, the class times are on the website as well yep we have a schedule there so we have yep. over 50 classes but if people get can be a little bit confused with that they give us a call and we can help them work out what's the best class to suit their yep. particular requirements yeah yeah so you have like the beginner intermediate advanced classes yeah, well. yeah, we do. We have um, in the martial arts and in the Muay Thai, we have not just beginner classes. Um, we also have age-specific classes. So, for example, oh, yeah. we have a little dragons for four- to seven-year-olds, they preschool, primary school, um, and then we have later primary school, eight- to 13-year-olds in our junior group. Yeah. Uh, then we have our teen and adult combined classes, and we even have a class for over 50s, um, our martial masters, which is quite popular. Yeah. Um, again, cheap class weekdays um, for anyone that wants to move it or lose it. <laughs> so that's that's a great yeah. class run by our one of our senior instructors, John Leeson, a 73-year-old sprightly young fella. Yeah. But that's a great class too. Yeah, excellent. That's very good. So no, thank you very much for that, and hopefully um, people listening... Yeah, check it out. Get on down there. You won't be won't be disappointed. <laughs> oh, no worries. Thanks, Adam, for no coming along. And, uh, yeah, it's great. Good luck with the uh, podcast. And Thank you. We'll see you soon. No worries. See you later. So 
I hope everyone enjoyed that interview with Rick and learnt all about the academy that he does have down in Thomastown. So if you are interested in any of the classes or just want to come down and check it out, head on down to Brock Street in Thomastown to have a look. So also don't forget about my last podcast where I had Rebecca Sharkey on from Sharkey Marketing, who's actually doing a workshop next Monday at Slices in Doreen. So it will run from 7 to 9 p.m. And you can go to our website. You can find that on my last podcast notes. And it's called The Speed Networking for Small Businesses. So it's going to be a great little workshop for anyone to get more out of their business. So I hope you can join me on Saturday for my podcast with Evelyn and Anthea from the Australian Anti-Ice Campaign. So they share some stories about what their business does and also the effect of what ice actually does to people. And don't forget, if you have missed any of the, uh, the previous podcasts, you can always go back and listen to those. I've had some great podcasts on so far. Or if you'd like to be a sponsor of the podcast, you can do that as well, but just by sending me an email from the link in the show notes. Or if you know someone that would like to be on the podcast, again, send me an email. So until Saturday, keep smiling.